Welcome to the Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and plot theories. You can follow the Story Tinker on all podcast platforms and videos of most episodes on YouTube. You can also follow the Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like weekly bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support the Story Tinker on Patreon. Thanks for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. I highly recommend that you watch this video on The Story Tinker YouTube channel, where you'll see all the faces of the husbands and their reactions. Totally recommend. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So hi, everyone. And I am here with Scott, and Scott is Veronica's partner. Now, Veronica has been on the podcast for quite a few episodes, so you should remember her. So... Scott, take it away. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and whatever you want people to know about you. Uh, sure, yeah. So I'm Scott. I am Veronica's um, lucky uh, companion in this world. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm in the tech business and um, I'm just uh, yeah here to uh, have some fun and answer some questions, uh, probably inaccurately, but uh, yeah. <laughs> So I will be the judge of that. We might do some point system. So first question is, when did Veronica start reading Midnight Poppyland? And on a scale of one to 10, how obsessed would you say she is? Ooh, okay. So I think ooh, uh, she started, and I'm not good at this, by the way, um, but I think she started probably about uh, four, four months ago, five months ago. I'm guessing it's hard, it's hard to, hard to remember. Um, but I would say that she is definitely like a solid nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's into it. Yeah. I'd say that too. And third question, do you read Midnight Poppyland? I do not read Midnight Poppyland. Okay. And by the way, I, I adhere to your, uh, your request to not prep for this interview. So. Thank you. <laughs> Which leads to my next question. How, what's your interaction with Midnight Poppyland? How does Veronica share Midnight Poppyland with you? Um, she, more or less it's shared through, she'll have her emotional responses to, to the stories, you know, usually on, on a Friday night, <laughs> you know, after all is said and done. I, well, actually, actually preparing for a Friday night, um, you know, she'll, she'll give me the clues like, Hey, remember I got this coming up. All right. So just back off, get away from me, <laughs> you know, um, give me my space. Um, and, um, uh, and then afterwards, sometimes, uh, she'll share some things with me. Um, you know, she'll talk about some characters and stuff. Uh, and, uh, I know there was one, um, episode a while back, I guess it's, been probably five, six weeks or something, uh, where it was like a big bombshell for everybody, like a big mm -hmm. one. And, yeah. and, uh, and she, um, was pretty upset and, 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 you know, she kind of shared that with me, but I mean, it was impactful and all and all, but I, she, she handled, she handles it with, with, uh, I, I guess the right level. Um, <laughs> it was impactful, but not like, detrimentally impactful if you will do you hear a lot of like shrieks and, and screams and cries while she's reading the episode 
Um, if I'm in the room, which I generally, uh, I try to give her as much space just so she can kind of like, you know, geek out on it. Right. Um, but yeah, I, every once in a while, a <laughs> something here or there. Okay. Awesome. And, um, okay. Another question. Are you jealous of Torah? Am I jealous of Torah? Hmm. No, I, no, no. Um, so he's pretty androgynous, um, which is cool. And he's got tattoos and I got tattoos. And, you know, I, th- I, think, I think Veronica, um, for reasons that may, may or may not be accurate, um, likens me to him to this yeah. extent. So, so, yeah, not jealous. He's a cartoon as well. Uh, <laughs> that way, I don't know. I don't, is that is that that is helps? That by calling him a cartoon, or I do that with my husband. I tell him he can't be jealous of a cartoon. So okay, <laughs> I have all my uh, extramarital crushing. I pin onto Torah so that you know this is the safe, <laughs> safe version. Oh, that's, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, Poppy is pretty attractive as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my husband says so as well. So, which leads me to my next question: uh-huh. Do you know what the five dollar Patreon tier is? And I'm what, sorry, in fact, uh, do you know what the five dollar Patreon tier is? I the five dollar Patreon tier. Oh, I well, I don't know what it is, but I can make assumptions about it. it has something to do with another level up? Oh, is that is that where you like get the advanced like? <laughs> inside scoop on things and get to see things earlier and stuff like that or yes yes there's that there's definitely that there's also another element which might have an impact on your coupled life oh there's so there's a there so it's more pornographic that's right (laughs) i did not know that we'll have to share that with me yes some couples (laughs) definitely do share that together which is why i'm asking and uh, for some people, Friday night is a special night. So, <laughs> oh, interesting. So, so wait. So, if I may ask a question, yeah. So there's the like the the standard story, and mm-hmm. then the supplement. Yeah. So there is, you know, what I don't even know what's on the. There's a one dollar level tier, and then there's a five dollar tier. I don't actually know what's on the one dollar because I don't do that level. I think it's maybe a sneak peek for the next episode, but basically Lily does, she gives us um, a sneak peek for the next episode, like usually on a Thursday. So like one panel with a sneak peek. And then she does um, like a discussion post after the episode has been posted and she interacts very heavily in that discussion post. So it's a lot of comments and, you know, she answers some questions. So, I mean, I love that part that I find very valuable. And then there's also the um, not safe for work stuff. So these are, usually non, non-canon, they aren't necessarily related to the story. Usually it's just like completely unrelated, but it's the same characters. It's Poppy and Tora and sometimes other characters. And yeah, it's basically cartoon porn. And, um, and it's fantastic and everyone loves it. And um, for many couples, it does inspire their uh, time together. So <laughs> Awesome. That's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. Cool. Yeah, I'll be interviewing my own husband on this and he'll be talking about that. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's very open as well. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So now, um, last question before we move on to the picture ID. Um, if you could summarize Midnight Poppyland in one sentence, how would you summarize it? Like the plot, just what is it about? Oh, the plot and what it's about. Oh, jeez. Uh, I wasn't anticipating this question. Um, given my limited knowledge of it, um, 
I, I, I would say just in one word? Oh, one sentence, two sentences, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, um, edgy rom- romanticism. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like that you gave it um, a descriptive plot based on like the kind of like the emotional elements rather than, you know, the storyline. That's interesting. Oh yeah. Well, well that could, that could also be just based on my limited uh, exposure to, to the story. Okay. Well. Do you know what happens in the story? Can you try to guess at that? Well, so um, I know that, so I've seen the first episode. Or okay. I've, and so I've read that. Um, and you know, I've seen, so, so I know that, that she gets her heart broken um, and they kind of have this, the Torah and, and, and Poppy have this sort of um, this chance meeting um, that's, that has sort of this danger element to it initially, right? Because he's kind of going into a dicey situation and, and she's just had an accident. She's coming through the woods and all this sort of stuff's happening. He's got his hand on his gun and all of that. So, this, so it just kind of lays, and, and this is one of the cool things, right? Just watching that, uh, reading through that, um, it, it does set that tone, right? That, that edgy romanticism, right? So you've got the, the sort of this undercurrent of violent thing, you know, violence happening in there, but um, on the surface, you, so it's, to be more articulate, I think that um, they did a great job laying a foundation and sucking you in in that first episode. Like it really, it really gives you that broad foundation of this is where this thing's going to go. And, I, and I, not knowing by direct, um, you know, interaction with it, it seems to to have played through. Mm-hmm. You know, from what I from what I've seen, right? Um, not and, and so this romantic, um, you know, this romantic uh, relationship presumably, you know, evolves into something over time, um, you know, entering in all these, these other elements. I know he's a gangster, you know, but he's a gangster with a heart kind of thing <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And, and so, um, so that's all very, yeah. So, so I, so I think you got gangster with a heart. Um, they love each other. There's probably, there's probably um, lots of complications associated with that. She's, she in that first episode, you know, comes off as a very um, vulnerable yet. Um, uh, I don't want to say uh, innocent, somewhat innocent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and and so you have this stark contrast between her and and Torah. Um, you know, in that regard, like in that social space, but, but, but again, the good hearts kind of are there and they find each other. I'm very impressed. That was very perceptive. Well, from like one episode, um, I think that's re- really good. Oh, great. You know, it's been rough to like 49 now, but I think you, you know, you still hit it on the head. That's like, that's Poppy and that's Torah. You really described their personalities well. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to move on to the next part, which is identifying. Um, okay. So this is absolutely going to be I, I have never been more certain of failure in my entire life. <laughs> well, that should be funny, I hope. <laughs> okay. 
Um, okay, give me one second. I just realized there's one more thing I have to do. So. Well, I will sit my beer while you're. Okay, because there's one more picture I actually wanted you to identify that is um, just uploaded now. Okay, perfect. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen and do your best. Um, <laughs> start by seeing if you know their names and whatever you can tell me about them. Okay, do you see my screen? I do, yes. Okay, here we go. First one, who's this? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, Lily Desk, does that ring a bell? Lily Desk? Yeah. Does not ring a bell, sorry. Okay, that's the author of the cartoon and that's her, her avatar. Oh, oh, now that you said it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's this person? Okay, that's Poppy. Awesome. And you already told us about Poppy. And that's Tora. Very good. Excellent. That is that a journalist? Mm, not quite. He's a writer. Writer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so I don't know the name. Uh -huh. um, I've I've seen the image though. Okay, um, I'll tell you his name and see what else you know about him. His name's Quincy. He's not the sidekick, is he? Uh, <laughs> that's ironic. He considers Torah the sidekick, actually. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's the son of the mafia lord. And he's his, uh, oh, his oh. friend that he grew up with. Gotcha, okay. He, yeah, he kind of has that, that um, sort of privileged look to him. Though. Yes. He's definitely, he's basically like the, the son that isn't violent at all. And the mafia lord kind of shows Torah because he needed somebody to take over. That's, that's, what, that's kind of the sense that we're getting because he's like uh -oh. a total dandy. He, he's a romance writer. He's very soft. He's very like effeminate. Um, he's completely spoiled. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. So good. Okay. Who is this? That's the sidekick. <laughs> okay. He could be a sidekick. His name is Gayu uh, or Giyu. Any, any association with that? So, so I think I was just recently exposed to this character um, a few days ago, or maybe last, yeah. Um, so, so he's, uh, he, he works in the restaurant industry, like all over the place. Wow, good. <laughs> and, and he, um, Oh, he says something all the time that is something that Veronica has said all the time, even before all of this. What, what's his tagline? I can't remember it. He's got like, um, a, like a big bro, maybe. <clears throat> he calls Torah big bro. No, something about like not understanding things or something. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Now I guess Veronica. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. The revert. Uh, so he, um, or she has said that he reminds her of my, um, I, I have a, a, a very dear friend of mine uh, from Sweden who's kind of small and a little awkward. And <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she, she's, and, and, oh, and, and he's a bartender. He works, and he's yes. worked all over the city. Very good. City, right? So, so, um, She's drawn some similarities there. Uh, and, and so that's, that's how I remember this guy. Nice. You get like almost full credit for this one. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. Who is um, this person? The <laughs> one. 
according to Iggy. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming that that's the mafioso. Very nice. Why well, did you assume that? <laughs> Why did I assume that? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, because he kind of looks like um, his son, right? Yep. So, so there's a good good connection there in the art. The Astacot, right? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, the, the, the dress, right? So all of that um, uh, makes him appear to be somebody in charge and rather wealthy. Yep, that's good. Good deduction. Okay, his name is Vincent, by the way. Vincent? So, yeah, I won't ask you to remember it by the end. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who, who is this lady? Oh, um, is that, I mean, that, hmm. I don't, well, I don't know. It's okay. not the guessing game, right? So I'm like, well, that, is that Tora's mom or is that just an ancillary sort of uh, mother figure kind of character? Okay. In the, in the, uh, in that's the good. Did, but, did uh, Veronica talk about a mother figure? Because you're, you're getting close. No, she didn't. Um, we, we haven't gotten this deep into it. Um, I don't, that I, that I can recall. Like there are very specific things that sometimes she's gone de- deep into. And then other times she's, she just doesn't. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know, but she looks like that mother figure. She looks like the kind of, she, she reminds me a little bit of other characters and other, you know, other stories where, she's a confidant but kind of like a tough gritty confidant she's not going to give you she's not going to bullshit you she's just going to be like this is how it is and she becomes and 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 through that like provides a lot of value i'm assuming to torah very good this is like spot on even though you don't know who she is at all that's exactly what role she plays cool cool. i guess that that's a testament to the artwork mm -hmm. i think that that you know the characters are conveyed very well yeah, that's yeah. great. Her name is Alice, and she was um, she's a restaurant owner. And Tora worked for her since he was a teenager. He still goes there. She definitely she gave him tough love. So the, your description was on point. Awesome, cool. Yeah. Okay. Next. The dumb cop. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cop. Sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's dumb. Um, okay. Does the name Joe ring a bell to you? Joe. No, but it sounds appropriate. Well, I say, so I said dumb just because he's got that expression on his face, at least in this picture, mm-hmm. um, which looks like he's being conveyed as kind of like a Barney Fife kind of <laughs> dude, right? But that's just through the art, I, yeah. And I don't think all cops are dumb, by the way. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> it's okay so um this guy is actually alice's son the the woman from before he's her son and um he was like kind of pretty much like a mentor for torah growing up uh really? he as he was also in a gang when he was younger and it seems like he's uh, and then he became a police officer so it looks we kind of get the sense that he's dead now and um anyway so we're not sure exactly what happened to him but he was someone that played a, a role in um in Toro's life and someone to look up to who also gave him like affirmation okay great well and yeah so this is obviously a scene where he's um he's concerned about something right 
Yeah, he's about to go um, confront Teenage Tora, who's just had his jaw broken. So, and he's a little intimidated by Teenage Tora. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, pretty good. And next, uh, who's the purple hair chick? Oh, I don't know. Is she a sister? Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you haven't heard of her, um, Erdine. Any Erd- associations with Erdine? Erdine, nope. <laughs> okay, she's Poppy's coworker. Poppy's coworker. Okay, yep. so she's she's the more outgoing, extroverted kind of uh, person that gives her support and kind of gets her to go out there and do stuff, right? And, Wow, I'm very impressed that Lily's artwork clearly is speaking clearly to you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, that's that's Erdean. Vivacious, outgoing, loud. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that's, okay. that's conveyed really well. Yep, and who's this fella? Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a side shot and there isn't so much face, but if you know him, you know Yeah, which, which is actually, just as an aside, um, I think that's really interesting in the artwork. And that was one of the first things that kind of struck me, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, was some of the, the, um, the extraction, if you will, of, of, of or the omission of, of features, yeah. facial features to kind of convey a little bit, a, a different emotion, right? Which I, I had not seen that before. I don't know if that's kind of, that really exists in the genre or not, but, but I, I thought that that was really interesting. Um, yeah, and pretty cool, but no, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> okay, Gil. Gil, Gil. Ring a bell? Gil does not ring a bell. Okay, Gil is Poppy's uh, boss, and there okay. may or may not be something shady going on with Gil. He, um, okay, well, actually, one second, I didn't. Um, okay, I'm not going to say something because then can give away something for the next uh, the next set of questions. So I'll just leave it at okay. that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, who is this guy? Uh, haven't seen him before. <laughs> okay, Jacob? Jacob. Okay. Uh, I have not heard of Jacob. <laughs> okay, Jacob is Poppy's coworker, and he's just a cute all-around guy, nice guy. He's funny. He um, once he mentioned something. See, this is a bug map when my kid coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe, but not right now. We can discuss it later, no. okay? Yeah. Invite my friend over. Okay, we'll invite her over. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need to go. Okay, go, go ask Tati to help you if you want him to help you. Invite her over. Lele, I'm middle of a podcast and you can't barge in. Okay, so I'll invite her. Sorry. Alea, go. Hello, yeah. Okay. you ask Tati to invite, okay? First, I need your permission so I can tell Tati. Yeah, yeah, you have my permission. Uh, if you take a shower and get ready, okay? Um, uh, okay. Okay, bye. Close but the door. I'll take a shower after Lele. First, invite her and then take a shower if she's coming, okay? Okay, bye, Lele. Close the door. Thank you. All the way. Hold on. <laughs> close it all the way. Okay. Oh, she did. Okay. She did close it all the way. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no worries at all. Okay. Anyway, Jacob, her coworker. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Who's this lady? Okay. So she could be another coworker or she could be 
like a cop or city administrator. Nice, nice. That's the uh, second one. What made you guess that, that she's a cop? Uh, the, 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 the papers, like the bulletin board in the background, uh, you know, the, the, the short hair with the earrings, like she, she so you, you, you see this kind of character, I think, um, in other, you know, sh- shows, stories, etc. Um, you know, very attractive, tough, short hair. I don't know. It just, it, it speaks like she's a cop. Yeah, she <laughs> is a cop. And she definitely has some connection to Torah. We don't know what yet. There's a whole bunch of theories that um, I was kind of wondering, I was, <laughs> I was thinking if I should ask about theories, but whatever, it'll be too long. So I'm going to not do that. But yeah, there's a lot of theories that maybe um, Torah was at some point in prison. So people are thinking maybe she's his parole officer. She definitely okay. was trying to reach him and we don't know why and what their connection is yet. But Yeah, I would say parole officer makes a whole lot of sense in this in this picture, right? Because um, it's less cop and more parole officer. It's more paperwork, <laughs> and, you know. But but that could—it's it's not a differentiator necessarily. Yeah. Well, we don't know either, so we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. And who is this man? Poppy's dad. Nope. Uh. Um, okay, I'll just I'll okay. say his name, Mr. Lamb. Any association with Mr. Lamb? What's his name? Mr. Lamb. Mr. Lamb. No. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Lamb is somebody that she was proposing a business deal with. She is going to um, help him find a writer to rewrite his um, his wife's novel. And the, the writer is Quincy, which is the son of the mafia lord. Anyway, that's how it like all connects and that's how they all become entangled in one another. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. And who is this woman? I don't know. Oh, is she? Wait. She's not the woman from the first episode that was cheating up? Okay. Nope. Wait, oh, that, the ticket desk lady? Hmm? Wait, okay, who's the woman from the first episode? Oh, oh, Mimi. No, no. That, yeah, that would be very obscure. That, that yeah. would be very obscure. <laughs> she doesn't show up again. So. Okay. So, so, so she appears to be sort of maybe the um, romantic antagonist, if you will. Okay. Could be. She is a stripper. And she is someone that was interested in Torah. So, yes, in a way. So I was going to go, I, I refrained from prostitute. Yeah. And, and, but, but, yeah, seemingly uh, going after Torah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Her name is Candy, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's my mom's name. So. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, who is this young man? Oh, um, I do not know. Okay, Benjamin. Any associations with Benjamin? Benjamin? Nope. 
<laughs> okay. Benjamin is a guy that Poppy recruits to help pass a message to Mr. Lamb to kind of help save his life. And he comes up again later as well. Okay. Anyway, but we're not so sure exactly what his deal is yet. <laughs> so this guy, it's getting, oh, by the way, it's getting more obscure. We're, we're down to the last few. So it's, uh, it's harder and harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of these have been guesses anyway. So, <laughs> okay. um, so I don't know, probably a confidant, maybe, maybe, oh, wait. Um, is this by chance the guy he was supposed to save at the train station early on? Pretty good. Oh my gosh, I didn't put him in. Oh, whoops. Okay. Um, <laughs> the guy's name is Goliath. I totally forgot. I'm going to have to add him because he's pretty central. Okay. Well, it's not Goliath, but it is something in that, like what kind of relationship do you think he is like to Torah? Uh, maybe his, his second, um, uh, you know, a confidant of sorts. Maybe, maybe not even like the most trustworthy of those right so like he's kind of in there like manipulating him perhaps under the guise of being a friend that's very good so he's a fellow clan member and he's not particularly nice um there's there's different clan members that we see uh torah is not close to almost any of them so but this is one person that is you know he doesn't particularly like oh that's pretty good you read the uh the unfriendly you know yeah yeah his his eyes convey a certain uh, untrustworthiness mm-hmm. yeah. yep yeah. okay which leads us to our next person kind of giving you a hint so this oh, guy like a complete asshole <laughs> yep <laughs> um yeah <laughs> uh but he's sitting there with um mr lamb yeah <laughs> right so he must be associate with Mr. Lamb and working working some of that maybe working around that business deal with Poppy or something or I don't know. Sort of, sort of. So what do you actually let me see if you notice what there there's something on him, some kind of marker on him that might help you. Something that Torah shares as well. Well yeah, so so it's so the tattoo on his neck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you so know what that tattoo signifies? I assume that they're part of the same clan, the same yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, so he's in there, I guess, representing the interests of the clan with Mr. Lamb in the business. <laughs> Almost. Uh, well, basically, he, he kind of kidnapped or brought Mr. Lamb to his, like, this, this bar on false pretenses. Um, probably something to do with, you know, uh, his wife. But he was planning on murdering him, basically. And probably oh, wow, his nice. life. Yeah. So, not exactly. He's... he's kind of like the psychopath of the cartoon and definitely something that everyone is very wary of. You know, we want him to stay far away from Poppy and we're worried what will, about what will happen if he gets his eyes on her and understands what she means to Torah. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, which is why, you know, you were saying before that, like, Torah, there's a lot of complications with their relationship. Torah doesn't want Poppy involved in his world because of people like this guy, Shark, his name is. Right, and that makes sense, yeah. Yep, okay, I think we're up to, okay, we have a couple left. This guy. Definitely obscure. Not, most people don't know his name. <laughs> you don't, you no, I am, I am at a loss. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, can you guess what kind of person he is? Where, what role he plays? Which you know, group he belongs to? Does he own the strip club? Okay. It's actually in the strip club. It's the same lighting, so that's a good guess. Okay. Um, 
this guy over here is Claude, by the way. It's the guy from before that was with Tora in the like the gold background. Oh, he's yeah. So he's the yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, all I can say is that he's probably not a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's a clan member, and he's actually the clan member that people actually like. We don't know much about him. He seems to be pretty neutral. He's an accountant. And um, I don't know how, if Veronica like reads Midnight Populant fan fiction, but there's there's some fan fictions with him because some people he literally appears in like three panels. But uh, apparently, people find him very attractive in these three panels, and he's been featured in, in several fan fictions. Um, and you can guess in what ways he is featured. But, uh... <laughs> well, yeah, right. Um, yeah, he's got square jaw thing going and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, accountant would not. I mean, the only thing that I mean, he's got the high neck thing on, but I, which could be an indicator, but basically there's nothing there to indicate that he's an accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, his name is Xing Ma. So if that, if that helps. What's that? <laughs> yeah. His name is Xing Ma. Shima? Xing Ma. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wouldn't, I would, I think that even a lot of people who do read the comic wouldn't remember his name. Um, there's a couple of people who like just picked up on this guy and just like love him for whatever reason. Like I personally don't see any, like, I don't think we have much indication of his personality really, but mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. We all have our, our weaknesses. <laughs> right. Okay. This person, who is this person? Uh, he looks like, I, I mean, I don't know, but he looks like an artist or something. <laughs> okay. Cordy, <laughs> does the name Cordy ring a bell? Nope. Okay. So this person is actually um, a female, but she goes back, she's inspired by a, um, like a gender non-conforming person. So that's why she, you know, she dresses however she wants. But yeah, so Quincy yeah. is um, Quincy's like kind of lover, you know, one night stand person. We don't know exactly how close the relationship is. Um, and she was, Quincy brought her in to antagonize Tora essentially and make her jealous, make him jealous of uh, him flirting, her flirting with Poppy. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very square jaw, very large hand. Yeah. She's as tall as Tora, and Tora is six foot three, so that's very oh. tall. I'm sorry, what's that? She's as tall as Tora, and Tora is six foot three, so she's definitely quite large. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Okay. And, okay, we're next to last. This person. Well, actually, this picture kind of gives it away, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, does it? Uh, so, so that's Poppy as a child? <laughs> yeah. And uh, with the butterfly? I... What am I missing? Um, just like contextually, who do you think would be with Poppy when she has a child? Right. Like, well, a brother. Um, so is that her brother? Nope, close, close. Uh, somebody we already talked about? You, you actually guessed um, this person back when we talked about Mr. Lamb. You guessed that he might be this person. Now, now, you're, now you're challenging my short-term memory. <laughs> in a way, by lots of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's another family member. It's not, it's not her brother. Did we talk about her her father? Yep. 
It's her father. Jeez. He looks, in this picture, he looks so young, like a yeah. brother as opposed to father. He does look young, yeah. I see what you're saying. messing me up, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's the dad. And it's actually, it comes in a scene that's really nice because you mentioned the butterfly here. So um, she's remembering her father and how he would take care of her. And then the butterfly lifts off of her father and heads in back into the present time and lands on Tora's shoulder with the implication being that, you know, he's going to now be her protector. And, you know, it's kind of like the rebirth, regeneration. You know, Tora has to regenerate himself now and go from being like a gangster to getting out of that. And, you know, so it's like, that's a whole bunch of symbolism with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite symbolic. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay, now this last one is going to be very numerous for everybody who knows him. You probably won't know him, but we're going to do it anyway because the fan base is going to be, think this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who that is. Uh, but, you know, the comb motor is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the mouth is conveying. It's, yeah, it's conveying a few interesting things. Definitely not the, the most put together individual, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So his name is Aniki. And um, we saw him first in one of the. Um, actually, let me see. I'm going to play this. Does this word secret garden mean anything to you? Yes. Well, not in this context. Okay. What does Secret Garden mean to you in Midnight Popular context? <laughs> oh, um, I, I'm not familiar with it in, in the context of Midnight Popular. Okay. So Secret Garden is what I was talking about with the $5, the Not Safe for Work Patreons here. So it's the... Oh, okay. I got you. So he features in a story um, on one of the Not Safe for Work things, and then Lily actually bought him in, in the cartoon, um, not mentioning exactly what, you know, the context that he was in but she, in the cartoon he's uh he's a guy that Tora um like he carjacks his car basically but we all laugh because he features in an, uh, a secret garden and we think it's hilarious okay, okay. Yeah. so great job you managed to do um I think the first two but you did a good job I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing the other ones <laughs> yeah I you know my exposure has been minimal uh so now, oh, if I were allowed to have prepped. Right? No, 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 no. The whole point and is to see I what I would have been able to nail it, maybe, maybe a little better. No, it, the whole the whole point is to see what you know just from osmosis and like how sure. much yeah, we yeah. share. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going to be doing this with my husband too, and I'm I'm honestly like curious to see how much he knows because I jabber about it all day long. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, well, you run the podcast, right? You're doing the podcast. Yep. Okay, so. Yeah, and I tend to be obsessed with things. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, one more, one more picture thing. And then there's a couple more questions. So okay. which of these is Poppy's mom? Oh, jeez, hang on. <laughs> I have to get closer now. <laughs> Poppy's mom. Oh, that is a great question. Oh, um... That's really hard. <laughs> that is really hard. It, uh, I want to say, how do I even tell you? Um, okay. Um, so, <laughs> I'll start from the top. So, this one? Nope. This one? one? Okay. What makes you say that? Um, her facial features, her eyes, her hair, but she seems a little young. Uh, keep in mind, there's a lot of flashbacks actually in Midnight Popular, so it could it could be uh, from a flashback. So, so age doesn't matter. Yeah, I, so it could be her, or it could be yeah. Uh, 
I could pick like five that I think <laughs> would be appropriate. Okay, so the reason I'm showing you this is we don't actually know who Poppy's mom is. And oh. okay. we, we, have a, we have some clues. Um, we've seen one picture of her, but then the, the funny, the, the reason that this is a meme made by Darla, um, Darla makes these really funny Midnight Poppyland memes and you know people who follow her on Instagram, like that's what she does. And um, she made this meme because they're, the, the fandom just loves to speculate that like every single woman that they see in Midnight Poppyland might be her mom. So like, this might be her mom, that might be her mom, this might be her mom. So that's why she made this. She basically compiled all the females in Midnight Poppyland. Most of these people are like random passer, like people in the back. Like they're like people in the background as like Poppy's running down the street or something, which is yeah. why it's really yeah. funny. So this person is actually somebody who saw Torah at his train station and like this freaked out when he was like a teenager, like something like that, I think, if I remember correctly. Okay, so we're fairly sure that she's not. We know the stripper isn't. Um, uh, and, and, the, and the cop, right? Yeah, but like we're, I mean, people speculate, have speculated all sorts of crazy things. So that's why she just, <laughs> but, um, it could be the stripper. everybody. <laughs> and then we have uh, Lily, the author herself, commented and she wrote, I think she wrote it on the other one. Uh, let's see. She wrote here. <laughs> I have narrowed down to all these women. Poppy's man would do stand up. And let's see where Lily's comment is. Here. Actually, Poppy's mom is Torah. So. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> because that's how crazy it gets. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to ask you the last section uh, before we get to like the, seri the serious question is I'm going to give you um, eight words and um, see if you can tell me what they mean in the context of the Nepopulant. Oh boy. Okay, notebook. Notebook. Um, Poppy's, Poppy's uh, diary? <laughs> okay, <laughs> not quite. So I think if you would have read to episode two, you would, you would know, because you, you remember episode one really well. Um, so I believe it's in episode two. Basically, the entire plot hinges around this notebook. Um, Goliath, who was the guy who called Torah he, uh, to help save him in the first episode, he had a, this notebook where he wrote down um, like a lot of politicians and like um, business people who were seem to have been involved with the mafia. And anyway, it's this notebook that like everybody's trying to find and there's a lot of like dangerous things associated with this notebook. It could expose a lot of people. So, and it's kind of linked to Poppy because Poppy may have it, Poppy may not have it, Gil has it. Like it's a whole, we're trying, all trying to figure out where this notebook is. So anyway, that's the notebook. Cool. Okay, next one. Tiger. That's a little easy. Tiger? Yeah. Tiger. Um, oh, the mafioso guy has a pet tiger? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So Torah actually means tiger in Japanese. Oh. Oh. And, well. So it wasn't that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Torah. He also has a um, a kanji like a, in character. He has the name Torah tattooed on his back. He has this giant tiger tattoo all up his thigh, basically. Which a lot of the fandom has been requesting pictures of that. Anyway. <laughs> and um and yes and basically we. People, the reason um, we're, you know, we're called tiger pops because of that. And tigers are now, we go anywhere we see tigers. Okay, strawberries. <laughs> Sorry, what's in this? Strawberries. Strawberries. <laughs> uh, no idea. Yeah. Okay, so strawberries, um, strawberry juice is something that both Poppy and Tora like. That, that picture that you saw of Poppy when she was a, a kid um, with uh -huh. her dad, she's drinking yeah. strawberry juice. 
And it seems right. as though Torah and Poppy met when they were younger and when Poppy was drinking strawberry juice as well, and he may have gotten the love of strawberry juice from her. So they both drink strawberry juice and eat strawberries and whatever, and there's a connection. We're not sure what it is exactly. And, you know, all of, <laughs> basically, if you're part of the, like the Midnight Poppy Line Facebook groups, they're spammed with like t tiger and, and strawberry pictures. Like anytime anyone goes to Target and sees like a strawberry backpack, a strawberry t-shirt, you know, boom, it gets shared to the Midnight Poppy Line. Uh, okay. <laughs> It's just endless. People have ordered, you know, strawberry dresses, strawberry pajamas, tiger slippers. Um, you know, sales for these items have just skyrocketed because of Midnight Popular. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one also, actually, avocado. Avocado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. So, um, Poppy's avatar on her phone. <laughs> it does get very ridiculous. Poppy's avatar on her phone is an avocado. And literally, just that little detail, we have people who have been purchasing avocado, you know, accessories because of that. It's a, it's a hooping <laughs> avocado. It's a very cutesy avocado. Okay. Well, I'll be using avocado for a salad tonight. And I actually, I am capable of eating strawberries and avocados without associating with the Nipopuland, but that's very rare among us, uh, among us addicts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hamster. Hamster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I'm not going to get any of these, by the way. <laughs> I don't think any of these are, uh, are That's, that's kind of the point, to show how these okay. innocuous items and words mean nothing to you, but like everything to us. <laughs> so um, Tora calls Poppy a hamster, and he's like, he pinches her cheeks, and she's like, oh, cute hamster. So, you know, it's like his cutesy phrase for Poppy. And <clears throat> yeah. You were talking about how when um, Lily sometimes draws them without features. So I've, I've noticed that in, in webtoons, there's this um, thing where like usually they're drawn in a certain like more realistic way. And then there's like the cutesy faces where they're supposed to be like exaggerated expressions. So like there's also like the cutesy faces a lot when she's being called a hamster. She's like, eh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, red pin. Red pin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Um, it's uh, this is of theories. Poppy has this red pin. It's kind of like looks like the Baltimore crest. Maybe it's a gift from her mom. It got lost. It's stolen. We don't know what happened to it. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. The whole plot point hinges on the red pin. Okay. But it's important. What? It's important, yeah. It's an important thing to her. Yes, it definitely yeah. is important to her. She has it in her like important box and you know of stuff like that is meaningful to her. Okay. Uh, two more. Jackfruit. Jackfruit. Well, I know, I know that chimpanzees in uh, Africa are starting to steal them. <laughs> I read that in National Geographic recently. That that uh, is very interesting, but it's unfortunately not related to the no, population. Not, not, not. Yeah, I it. so that's all I know about jackfruit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is. Um, Tora actually throws Poppy his jacket at some point in the beginning when her shirt rips open. So, and he takes this picture of her. He throws her with his jacket. <clears throat> it's actually a sweatshirt. Then later on, when they um, meet again, um, Poppy still has the jacket, and she she had previously like she had worn it, and she finds herself sniffing it and like being kind of attracted, I guess, to his pheromone, to his scent. So yeah. <clears throat> she's embarrassed by that. Later on, when she meets him, she's like, "Oh, you know, something that I can smell." And it's like, just like I could smell your jacket. And she didn't want to continue because she was embarrassed that she um, enjoyed smelling his jacket. So she like jackfruit. And that's, 
So it's a running joke that the jackfruit represents like her sexual attraction to Torah. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty okay. weird. And the last one was kind of related, gray sweatpants, which you might know as a general cultural meme. Gray sweatpants? Yeah. Oh, this is so funny. So Veronica and I just had this, had a discussion on this, not at least beknownst to me related to Midnight Poppy Land, but uh, she was, the weather got a little colder and she's like, well, why don't you wear your, your sweatpants? Oh my God. Which are dark gray. <laughs> I'm like, why? And she's like, your sweatpants look better on you. They're sexy. And I'm like, Oh my lord. <laughs> what? My six foot? Yeah, they're sexy. I'm like, okay. Like, completely blown away. I've never heard anybody refer to sweatpants as being sexy. And then she sends me this meme that basically has a, a rack of sweatpants. And she's like, and the meme says, I took my man lingerie shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's all I know about Grace Sweatpants. Okay, um, this is Midnight Populin Gold because um, Tora does appear in two episodes in Grace Sweatpants. And everybody is very excited about those episodes. And uh, apparently it's this thing where, um, I actually didn't know about this before reading Midnight Populin. So, but apparently people think that men uh, are attractive in Grace Sweatpants because you can see certain parts of their anatomy through the Grace Sweatpants. Yes. So, Exactly. It's kind of a meme, and um, people are very, uh, the word is thirsty, which is something that I've learned um, only after reading Webtoons. I've never heard the word thirsty applied in this context, but uh, thirsty is what is basically just another word of saying horny, I guess. So, <laughs> so yes, so people are very thirsty to see Torah pictures with uh, fans, and I'm glad to see that it translated to real life, because that people have mentioned that as well. Apparently, yeah, yeah. And, and and that specific uh, bit about the anatomy was brought up in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love this stuff. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> husband has sweatpants. He has black sweatpants, though. And I hate the color black, so it doesn't do much for me. But anyway. Oh, great. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> all I wear is black. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, it's a, a particular, like, trigger for me because I grew up in a very religious society and everyone wore black all the time. And like nobody wore colors, so I don't wear anything black now. I um, and of course my husband's favorite color on me is black, so this is a, a dilemma. Yeah, I have yeah. like one mostly black pajama that I wear sometimes. Like that's it. <laughs> I, I have I have a trauma with black, and he loves black, and it's just a and it's an impassable paradox or something we can't solve. <laughs> Okay, so the last question is, is the serious question, which is how did Midnight Populand change, change your life or, or how have you seen it change Veronica's life? And I guess, how has it, you know, it changed your life as a couple if it has and how has it changed your life? Yeah, so I, I don't think it's really changed our lives as a, as, as a couple. Um, I, think, I think what it's done is it's been um, very meaningful maybe distractions of a, a, a bad word, um, uh, um, but a very meaningful um, thing where, you know, with all the challenges right now with the virus and, you know, social distancing and this sort of lockdown stuff, right? Um, 
you know, it's, it's provided a, a forum and a community, I think, that, um, you know, it's focused on art, uh, both visually and, and literally. Um, and, it's, and it's separated from the social AI machine, you know, that kind of spoon feeds us our own biases, right? And, and, and um, it's like this kind of like crucible of the social demise of our social fabric, you know, um, you know, and, and even our democracy, you know, uh, not to get too dark. Right. But, but this is like, it's almost like a safe Harbor, right. Where, where you can establish relationships, friendships, um, have this sort of commonality that's in seemingly pretty insulated from all this other shit going on around us. Um, and I think that that's been great. It's been great for her, um, and presumably great for others as well. Um, I think it's really cool, you know, as she's into it, she loves it. Um, she loves doing the podcast, you know, I mean, it's, it's all very cool. It's, it's great. And, and, and really, so, so for me, I think that that's, that's what I love about it, right? Is that, is that it, it provides that. You know, and, and we and we joke about it and stuff, and it's funny. And she laughs at herself for being so obsessed with it. And everything. <laughs> but there's camaraderie in that, you know, with, with you and others, and, and I, it's just fantastic. Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> yeah, that's so funny. A lot of people have said that um, they read. They've started reading *Minute Fatherland* during like the quarantine, and I know I did. And <clears throat> 100%, it's totally been a lifeline for for so many people. So. Yeah. Like what the way you described it is definitely very accurate. And yeah, we're definitely a very, very strong community. And of like, if you're addicted, you're addicted. And like, it's just, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> it's, nice to, it's nice to find other people. I mean, we literally like literally dream about Midnight Poppy Land. So <laughs> I just ordered a yoga mat, Midnight Poppy Land. Like my, you know, uh, I just got a car and was like, I wanted to get Tora license plates, you know, just everything. <laughs> yeah, she, she got her, uh, her phone uh, skin and stuff. Yeah. Else. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. She's got stickers and all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it just shows up around the house. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where there's um, there's a, <laughs> we're always joking that what we need is a full-bodied pillow of Torah. You know, it's all six foot three in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is maybe, not. Maybe to get a wig and I don't know, maybe I can work something into it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I tell you, one of the other um. I'm, you know, I'm going to stop recording because I don't want people to know about this thing. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Liveris, Alley Cat, Chelsea, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Stephanie, and Samantha. Your support is truly appreciated.